XGI Richmond, WTPS Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 8 a.m. Monday's scheduled series opener between the Atlanta Braves and Washington Nationals has been postponed as the Nationals are still dealing with a coronavirus outbreak on the team. It was announced late last night that Washington's home opener will be Tuesday after no new positive tests were found. Four Nats players have tested positive for COVID-19 over the past week and are isolating while a total of seven are under quarantine as, as a result of contact tracing. Despite a lack of offense, the Randolph-Macon Yellow Jackets celebrated their second ODAC championship in the last three seasons with a 13-10 walk-off victory in overtime over Emory and Andre on Saturday afternoon. David Wallace carried the ball nine times for 84 yards and had five catches for 97 yards. RMC finished their spring season a perfect 5-0 and claimed their 12th ODAC football title. Two great eighths for the Washington Capitals in their 5-4 win over the New Jersey Devils on Sunday. The Caps completed an eight-game sweep going 8-0-0 versus one opponent in a single season for the first time in franchise history. And Alex Ovechkin scored a goal and assisted on a pair on his historic day as he tied Brett Hole for second most power play goals in NHL history with 265, nine behind Dave Anderchuk. Fueled by an early 10-run lead after the first two innings, the Baltimore Orioles handed the Boston Red Sox an 11-3 loss. It's the first time since 1948 that Boston has started 0-3 at Fenway Park. It's also the second time in franchise history that Boston has started 0-3 at Fenway. For the first time in nearly four years, Jordan Spieth is victorious again. With a four-round score of 18-under, Spieth held off a charge from Charlie Hoffman to gain his 12th PGA Tour victory. It had been 1,351 days since his last win on tour, coming at the Open Championship in June 2017. With the victory, Spieth becomes just the fifth player in the last 30 years with 12 PGA Tour wins before age 30, joining the likes of Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Phil Mickelson, and Justin Thomas. Stanford is the best college basketball team amongst the women's ranks as they held on versus Arizona 54-53 to notch their first national championship since 1992. Arizona put on a defensive performance, forcing 21 Cardinal turnovers. Haley Jones was named the tournament's most outstanding player and led the Cardinal with 17 points and 8 rebounds. Collegiate standout Anna Wilson tacked on 5 points, wrapped up 4 rebounds in the championship effort. And much to Bob's disappointment, college basketball will have its pinnacle ending tonight with the matchup of two one-seeds Baylor and Gonzaga. Gonzaga battling it out on the hardwood. Gonzaga will try to carry on their weekend heroics after Jalen Suggs drained a buzzer-beating three to down UCLA 93-90, and Baylor dominated Lone Star State foe Houston 78-59 after holding the Cougars to below 40% shooting from the floor. Tip-off is set for 920. can be heard right here on ESPN Richmond through our friends on the Westwood One radio network. And happy Masters Week. Let's get a check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. It'll be sunny and very pleasant today with highs in the middle to upper 70s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This weather report brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For rebates or low payments on a new Linux home comforter system, call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. I'm James Flowers, and you are up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. You're on 995-1027 ESPN. This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. 30% of ID theft victims suffered multiple types of identity theft. Get LifeLock. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISK. Huddle up. Listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. Dribbling to the right side, it's Juzang. 
Seven seconds to go. Six seconds. Juzang in the paint. Fade away. No! Got his own rebound. Slithers to the rim and lays it in. Three seconds to go. We're tied at 90. Here comes Suggs. Long three for the win. Banks at home! Banks at home! Jalen Suggs! A deep banked three to Sten Gonzaga. One step closer to history. Unbeaten Gonzaga comes up with the hero play of the year from the freshman and their one win away from an undefeated national championship. Well, unless you are a member of the UCLA Bruins or a fan of UCLA, that never gets old, does it? What a great call on Westwood One late Saturday night and what a great finish to one of the all-time great NCAA tournament games in the Final Four, in the national semifinals. It won't get old. It will live in infamy. Good morning and welcome to the Sports Huddle. Bob Black with you here, fired up for the national championship game tonight and many other sports items on our menu for a Monday morning. 99.5-1027 FM is where we are still located. 9.50 on your AM dial. Bob Black here. James Flowers producing. He'll be with us most of the week. Mitchell Bradley, a well-deserved vacation week. It is spring break week for a lot of folks in the greater Richmond area. Uh, We appreciate you tuning in on a Monday morning as well. Just want to take a deep breath after that game on Saturday night. And uh, didn't we deserve that one after the first game? was kind of a clunker. Uh, Baylor dominating Houston. We're really hoping for a much better matchup there between the two Texas teams. It never materialized. Baylor showed why it has been at the top of the college basketball rankings all season long, persevered through its own COVID pause, and now finds itself in the national championship game against Gonzaga, who came that close to losing its unbeaten season and its chance at history Saturday night and a national title as well. Jalen Suggs will forever be remembered for that shot. There were plenty of other historic plays and heroic plays in that game as well. But that's the one everybody's going to remember as he drained the bank swish to win the game, beating UCLA. What a great finish, too. I mean, Johnny Juzang seems to be a hero. He ties the game with three seconds to go. He was phenomenal. Uh, Mark Few decides, let him play. Uh, He's got a great cast of characters on the court. No sense taking the timeout. No sense giving UCLA a chance to set up a defense. Let's just see what we can do. The worst that can happen is we're going to go to another overtime. And as Mark Few said, that's a play we practice at the end of practices all the time. And Jalen Suggs, more often than not, has the ball in his hands and is making some kind of shot from deep. From just inside midcourt, from midcourt, whatever the case may be. And and as Mark Few said, and I believe him, when it left his hands, Mark Few was like, that's going in. We're winning this game. And sure enough, he did. I think every every team in in America practices that at the end of a practice or at the end of a shoot-around on game day. Uh, I have seen teams that they all just kind of line up at half court and start firing up shots, and they don't go eat their pregame meal until somebody makes one. Uh, in the case of Jalen Suggs, I think they're getting to the, the dinner table early. What a great shot 
to win the game. Some great headlines that followed it as well. Banked robbery was one of my favorites that I saw that was out there. Obviously, the bank is open. All of that uh, from Saturday night. And it does set up the national championship game between two one seeds. For all the upsets, for all the Cinderella stories, um, here we are, national championship night, and we've got number one versus number one, probably the way it should be this season, and a game, hopefully, that will give us something that we can enjoy tonight because, boy, do college basketball fans deserve it after the year that they have been through. Obviously, there are bigger issues in the country and with life and with careers and jobs and all of that, but it was a struggle to get to the finish line in college basketball And it appears we have made it, that there will be a national championship game at about 9.20 tonight between two number ones, Gonzaga and Baylor. Uh, All right, love to hear from you on that. I'm going to get to the poll question pretty quickly this morning because it's a really intriguing one that even on vacation, uh, Mitchell has put up there for us at ESPN Richmond. Our Uptown Alley RVA uh, poll question is up as well. 521 8501 Text us 804-638-9508, 638-9508. I was listening closely, by the way, James. I did hear the reference to... uh, what, Bob Black upset that tonight's the last night of college basketball, right? Yes. Am I wrong? No. You're, well, yes and no. I, I would say it's bittersweet. I assume the reference there was because I love college basketball and I love watching it, right? Indeed. Yeah. That having been said, like I just said, this has been a tough year. Uh, having been a part of it, uh, it's just been really difficult to totally get uh, ingrained in the game night in and night out like we're used to doing in a normal season. So I will, in one regard, be very happy to put this behind us and move on and hope for a normal year next season. Um, But on the other hand, you're right. I definitely enjoy college basketball, being able to turn the TV on any night of the week and watch a couple of games and that sort of thing. Uh, but like I said, this has been a tough year, and I think uh, with the exception maybe of Baylor and Gonzaga now, depending on what happens tonight, uh, most of us are ready to turn the page and move on to next season, and we'll put up with a few months with with no games here, and then hopefully practices will be go- begin closer to normal in October, and we'll be able to play the full, what, 31-game regular season and a regular kind of schedule uh, we won't have to tweak it for geography or bubble purposes. We'll have fans in the stands again, whatever that number may be. Hopefully by the fall and winter, it'll be however many people you can put in your arena, venue, stadium, whatever we're talking about, and we'll move forward. So from that perspective, I'm kind of ready to close the book on 2021 for college basketball because of the struggles that we all had, every team Went through it. I mean, look at look at Baylor. They they had a three week pause in this thing, and one of the games that they missed, ironically enough, was Gonzaga. Right? It was supposed to be Gonzaga and Baylor, and that game got postponed because of COVID. And I was reading an article this morning, I guess on ESPN.com, that both coaches kind of reminisced back to that cancellation. They held a joint press conference after it was canceled, and they both took a ride back to their hotel where the teams were staying for that game, and they talked about, well, if we couldn't play during the regular season, hopefully we'll match up. Scott Drew and Mark Few were talking about it. Hopefully we'll match up in the postseason, and who knows, maybe in the Final Four or in the National Championship game. That's about as close as you'll ever get to coaches looking ahead 
and kind of acting like fans more than coaches when they're kind of on their own and talking amongst themselves and they relate the story later. And I thought that was really cool. And both of them kind of daydreamed a little bit and talked about, okay, if we can't play this this uh, made-for-TV regular season game, we'll try and have it on TV on April 5th for the national championship game. And that that's exactly what's happening. So we kind of deserve that, I would say, as well. I, w- I would argue we deserve a game like this tonight. Now, I also realize it has no local or regional interest to us whatsoever if this was – a regular season game, I'm sure we would talk about it and we would report on it, but we would not spend a whole lot of time on it. With no teams east of the Mississippi in the Final Four this year, and I think the West Coast proved that they do play some pretty good basketball out there in the Midwest. Uh, the Southwest plays some pretty good basketball at the college level, at the high college level, which is what happened Saturday night, particularly in that second game. And all the credit in the world to UCLA for making that first four to final four run and almost got to the national championship game. It would have been an historic, historic victory for UCLA if the Bruins could have pulled that one off. So there's kind of my uh, long-winded answer for you there, James. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that basketball is ending, but maybe a little bit less than most years because, you know, most years we go through a normal season, the excitement builds, the fans are all over the place, you get to a national championship game. This time around, I think I'm just a little more relieved that we're getting to the final tonight and now that baseball has blossomed and that's on the television every night and there's going to be opportunities to go to games and it looks like we're going to have a normal offseason in the NFL. And I'm not a huge NFL offseason fan, but I do like it. And I think we're going to have the draft on time this year. And it looks like there's going to be some normalcy to it in Cleveland when they have the draft at the end of the month. And then maybe we'll get into the summertime OTAs and all of the things that we've taken for granted uh, for a long time now, and in many cases complained about, that, oh, it's just too much, et cetera, et cetera. And then we get to training camp. All of that, I, I think we'll look forward to it this year. And then hopefully college football, which I know is a passion of yours, starts on time in late August or in, in late July and early August. So how's that for a little bit of a surprising, long-winded answer to your, to your report this morning? Oh, very good. I couldn't have said it all better myself. Yes, you could have. And you're a big college football fan, right? More than basketball. Yes, correct. Yeah, I, I there are the there are the college basketball fans that that go crazy when the season starts. And for me, I mean, that's the heart of college football season. Mm-hmm. So it takes a while for me to warm up uh, to college basketball. But by but by the time the tournament rolls around, that's when I'm settling into the groove of college basketball. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't blame you on the college football front, so hopefully that's normal. And by the end of July and early August, all the college football teams are reporting on campus and going through normal practices and getting ready for a normal fall season. So uh, while I'm excited for the championship game tonight and we will certainly miss uh, being able to watch college basketball games, I am ready to to move on and look forward to the 21-22 season, which hopefully will be a normal season. Year, But we have one more game to go, and I'm excited to watch that one tonight. Uh, late start for those of us here on the East Coast, 9.20 start to that game tonight. But uh, it will be worth staying up for. I, I do believe you get a chance to see history tonight. 
All right. Uh, we do have a poll question up. I'll get to that on the other side of telling you what's coming up on the program this morning. The morning brew this morning is the NCAA Final Four and the National Championship game coming up and the Jalen Sugg shot that will forever be remembered. It's already being imitated, by the way. I've already seen it on Center this morning. They have shown everything from a like a little league basketball game. I don't know. The kids could have been more than eight or ten years old, and some kid made a shot from inside half court and acted just like Jalen Suggs. And then even in the NBA at their shoot-arounds uh, before games yesterday, uh, guys were emulating and imitating uh, the freshman Jalen Suggs. How do you think that makes him feel? Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, so that shot's going to be etched in everyone's mind for, for a long, long time. So that's our morning Morning Brew this morning, brought to you by Pig & Brew Barbecue, North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James, 1313 Hull Street. Open Wednesdays and Thursdays from 1 to 8, Friday and Saturday from 1 to 10. Uh, we're going with the drink menu this week. Cocktails to go, such as the Mango Margarita, the Henry Sangria, or a Caribbean Rum Cocktail to go with your barbecue at Pig & Brew. Their full menu is available at Pig & Brew. We got a great show coming up for you this morning. We will continue to talk uh, NCAA basketball, but much, much more this morning. Let's find out with whom and when. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) And our morning... Uh, drive opening drive brought to you by our good friends at Lexus of Richmond. I'm sure Tom Flood had his eyes glued to the TV watching the Final Four, even though his beloved Kansas Jayhawks had long since been eliminated. Anyway, our opening drive and our NCAA basketball coverage from Westwood One brought to you by our good friends at Lexus of Richmond. Experience the Lexus UX Hybrid C. SUV with a 39 mile per gallon combined estimate during the hybrid season at Lexus of Richmond. Visit them today. Midlothian Turnpike is where they're located or online at LexusofRichmond.com. Uh, more college basketball talk primarily in the 9 o'clock hour. Sean Robertson's going to join us this morning. He's normally with us Friday mornings and will be while we remain on in the morning. But Sean's going to join us this morning. Of course, the national championship game is on his station on CBS 6, and he's going to join us at 9 o'clock and spend about a half hour with us. We'll preview the national championship game, wrap up the Final Four, might even talk a little high school football as well with the playoffs being set. Sean's been all over that. So he'll join us at 9 o'clock. Matt Joseph's at the bottom of the hour. We'll preview at 9.30, we'll preview what he's going to be talking about on Border to Border, his thoughts on the national championship game, the lines, all of that, and what happened over the weekend as well. And then uh, we'll get away from college basketball some this morning, particularly here in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, Russ Usman joins us each and every Monday. He will again this Monday. Uh, no break to him joining us, even though, unfortunately, the Richmond JMU game was postponed from Saturday because of the COVID testing and contact tracing within the Richmond program. We'll see where things stand now for the Spiders and hope that Saturday's game is on against William & Mary. It is at the moment, as far as we know, the Spiders and Tribe Saturday, 1 o'clock in in Williamsburg. So we'll talk with Coach Usman at 8.30 and a little baseball talk coming up this morning because there was a great start to the season, I thought, over the weekend. Of course I do because the Phillies swept the Braves, but I'm very cautiously optimistic about that because two years ago that happened as well in 2019 and the Braves wound up winning the division and getting to the playoffs and the Phillies floundered. So it's only three of 162. Really glad it's 162. 
Really glad it's three wins, but it's only three wins. And we'll talk some Nats baseball as well because they just haven't gotten started yet. And as James mentioned on the update, still postponed tonight, hoping to open tomorrow against the Atlanta Braves. And how about those Baltimore Orioles? Uh, They're unbeaten through the first couple of games of the regular season as well. So some baseball talk coming up for you this morning as well. Get a check of traffic. We'll do our uh, Twitter poll question brought to you by Uptown Alley RVA. It's online, our ESPN Richmond poll question for the morning. It's a really intriguing one. We'll talk about it next on the Sports Huddle. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Heavy delays on I-95 northbound this morning. No wreck, it's just slowdowns coming in from I-64. Back up through Chamberlain Avenue downtown. There is a wreck on Technology Boulevard at Portuguese Road and a wreck on Jeff Davis Highway to the south of Bells Road. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. 30% of ID theft victims suffered multiple types of identity theft. Get LifeLock. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com promo code RISK. Maybe you've got a lucky jersey, or maybe you've got a pair of team shorts that you have to wear during the game, or maybe you've got a hat that's like a lucky charm. Look, I'll make it real simple for you. We are all for it if it keeps you from listening to us naked. That can be kind of awkward. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. All right, let's dive in uh, to our ESPN Richmond Twitter poll question for this morning. And again, it is going to be college basketball related as we're still focusing in on the Final Four and the National Championship game tonight. But certainly the UCLA game uh, against Gonzaga is uh, stealing everyone's interest. It's one of those that whether you're a sports fan or not, you're going to eyeball it a little bit. And if you fill out a bracket, you're going to eyeball it, even if your bracket has long since been uh, ripped up and, and blown up. I think I saw a stat somewhere uh, from ESPN, and what did they have, like 16 million brackets, something like that, that like 16 or 17% of their brackets did have Gonzaga and Baylor in the national championship game tonight. So Mitchell Bradley went back a little bit in our archives to localize it a little bit, which we love to do. Which was the better NCAA tournament game? UVA over Purdue. That was in 2019 on the Cavaliers' run to the national championship. Or Gonzaga over UCLA. Interesting. You know, and I really want to, like, lean to the local game. Um, and the local team, uh, you know, Mamadi Diakite hits that shot. The Kihei Clark pass from basically in the backcourt. Uh, Ty Jerome, you know, DeAndre Hunter, Kyle Guy, uh, the performance uh, by, by Purdue's Carson Edwards. All of that made that an unbelievable game. And, of course, the, the storyline there, and that was an overtime game. Now, Virginia wound up winning by five. They hit some free throws at the end. But... The storyline, of course, there was Virginia coming back after, you know, losing as the number one seed to UMBC to the 16 and coming back on the road to the national championship. Now, here's why I think I would lean towards the uh, UCLA-Gonzaga game. First of all, it came in a Final Four, whereas the Virginia-Purdue game was in the Elite Eight to get to the Final Four. I understand the Virginia storyline, obviously, of going from losing the 116 game to UMBC to winning a national championship. 
The Carson Edwards performance was spectacular. Uh, but the storylines, the historic storylines in UCLA, Gonzaga, probably outdo it. Now, maybe I'm taking the question a little bit out of context uh, because, you know, you could just look at these as two basketball teams and two basketball, four basketball teams and two basketball games and don't worry about all the ancillary things, but I think it plays into it enough. Uh, here's Gonzaga going for history. Uh, had only lost, uh, had only played one game all year that wasn't a double digit win. Uh, UCLA is an 11 seed, barely got into the tournament, had to win the first four game, uh, had what, three overtime games, I think, in their run to the final four, and then the way that game ended. So I think I, I'm going to vote pretty early in this thing, uh, as much as I hate to do it, because I would love to, to stay with the local team and give UVA as much credit as possible. And we've only had this question up for about an hour, and it's already getting pretty good traction. So I would certainly invite you and urge you to go online, go to Twitter, uh, go to the ESPN Richmond Twitter page, and it won't take you long. Uptown Alley RVA sponsors our Twitter poll question. It's one of two choices, either UVA Purdue in the Elite Eight in 2019 or Gonzaga UCLA in the Final Four in 2021. And let's push the button here real quick, and I'm going Gonzaga UCLA, which right now is winning that. Uh, about 2-1, to one, 64 to 36 are the percentages right now. But uh, I'll check it back again before we get – to the end of the show this morning, uh, James Flowers, what say you? Uh, UVA over Purdue or Gonzaga over UCLA? Yeah, I'm going to have to go Gonzaga over UCLA for sure. Uh, I'm not the biggest UVA fan. Um, apologize to the to the UVA faithful out there. So <laughs> I think that probably plays a part in it. Um, but for me, I mean, I think UCLA's run to the Final Four is the best we've ever seen. Um, and I think it tops... I think it tops VCU, to be quite honest with you, Bob. Um, so for me, it's it's the UCLA run. Now let's remember a couple things here, listeners. Number one, that's James Flowers saying that, not Bob Black saying that about UCLA's first four to final four run better than VCU's, and it's been 10 years since VCU did that. And uh, by the way, CBS 6 will have a, a special on that tonight. I'm sure Sean will, will talk about that before the national championship game when he joins us at the uh, at 9 o'clock. And then secondly, you made a good point to me off the air, though, although, you, well, two things. Number one, I think UVA fans are really happy to hear that because after your disdain for Baylor and what Baylor did on Saturday, maybe UVA now will do the same thing now that you're telling us you're not the biggest UVA fan either. So it's it's the reverse James Flowers jinx at work. <laughs> I, I like to create many enemies around here. <laughs> well, you did with any Baylor fans, I'm sure, but they're getting the last laugh on you now because, uh, sorry, but they're in the national championship game. I know you don't like that. And you made another good point, though, even though you went the Gonzaga-UCLA game route, um, and that is it's fresh in our minds. So I think the things that are fresh in your mind in the moment, you tend to say, oh, that's the greatest thing ever, right? Because it just it just happened. And then when you think about it for a little bit, you remember back to some events that might equal it or even surpass it. But in your case, uh, you and I are both sticking Gonzaga UCLA here, right? Yeah, because I think when, we, when, when the tournament started, we were talking about Gonzaga as one of the best college basketball teams we've ever seen. And, and certainly – the best of Mark Few team we've seen in the last few years as, as they've continued to get better. Uh, and then you look at UCLA losing uh, four of their last five, really kind of stumbling into the tournament, obviously being one of the last four in uh, and, and losing their first round matchup in the Pac-12 tournament to Oregon State. And it was like, yeah, UCLA kind of, let's just write them off. And then Michigan State 
they weren't really supposed to win that game on paper because we thought, all right, Michigan State can kind of hit their stride. And then they just go on a tear. UCLA did. And even their win over Michigan, it was they didn't score a whole lot, but they held Michigan down. Yep. Um, and, and they played stride for stride with Gonzaga, the best team in the country, we think. And it was just, it was insane. It was just like, this can't get any better. And yet it continued to. Mm-hmm. Convincing argument, James. Convincing argument. I sense another ESPN Richmond Uptown Alley RVA poll question coming. Which first four to final four run was better, UCLA or VCU? Ponder that for a bit. We're going to take a time out here. When we come back, we're going to shift gears for a little bit. We'll talk some Richmond football. Head coach Russ Huseman joins us next on the Sports Huddle 99.5-1027 ESPN. You love getting out in this nice weather, and you love listening to us, so why not do both? Exactly. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Hello? Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. Here's football legend Howie Long for Skechers ArchFit Shoes. Do you like comfort? Of course you do. Everyone does. But if you've never tried ArchFit Shoes from Skechers, you're missing out on next-level comfort. Saying you like comfort but not trying ArchFit is like saying you like Italian food but you've never tried pasta. You're missing out on the number one thing. Because with ArchFit, Skechers created a whole new kind of comfort. They teamed up with podiatrists who used over 20 years of data to create a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. ArchFit distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. You don't need an arch problem to love how they feel. And you say you have a passion for comfort but haven't tried them? That's like saying you're a sports fan but have never watched football. It makes no sense. So if you're the kind of person who claims to like comfort, stop what you're doing and try a pair of ArchFit exclusively from Skechers. Then you'll finally understand true comfort. See all the styles of comfortable, machine-washable ArchFit shoes now at Skechers.com. BetMGM makes the conclusion of March matchups even more exciting with a special offer for new customers. Hi, I'm Matt Joseph. Sign up today for a chance to win $100 in free bets when your $1 Moneyline wager on any team to win the national championship turns out to be a winner. Just use bonus code MattJ100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Experience the college hoopla like never before with the King of Sportsbooks, innovative parlay selection features, boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code MattJ100 to win $100 in free bets if your team wins the national championship. BetMGM is the place to bet with confidence on your favorite sports all year long. New customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older. Virginia only. Gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 830 Fueled by an early 10-run lead after the first two innings, the Baltimore Orioles handed the Boston Red Sox an 11-3 loss on Sunday. It's the first time since 1948 that Boston has started with an 0-3 record at Fenway Park. Staying in baseball, Monday's scheduled series opener against the Atlanta Braves and Washington Nationals has been postponed as the Nats are still dealing with a coronavirus outbreak on the team. It was announced late last night that Washington's home opener will be Tuesday after no new positive tests were found. Four Nats players have tested positive for COVID-19 over the past week and are isolating while a total of seven are under quarantine as a result of contact tracing. 
Despite a lack of offense, the Randolph-Macon Yellow Jackets celebrated their second ODAC championship in the last three seasons with a 13-10 walk-off win in overtime over Emory and Henry on Saturday afternoon. David Wallace carried the ball nine times for 84 yards and had five catches for 97. RMC finished their spring season a perfect 5-0 and claimed their 12th ODAC football title. Two great eights for the Washington Capitals in their 5-4 win over the New Jersey Devils on Sunday. The Caps completed an eight-game sweep going 8-0-0 versus one opponent in a single season for the first time in franchise history. Alex Ovechkin scored a goal and it's assisted on a pair in his historic days. He tied Brett Hull for second most power play goals in NHL history with 265. Nine behind Dave Andrichuk. College basketball will have its pinnacle ending tonight with a matchup of two one-seeds Baylor and Gonzaga battling out on the hardwood. As the basketball season gets wrapped up, tip is set for 920 Baylor-Gonzaga on Westwood One Radio Networks right here on ESPN Richmond. And Stanford is the best college basketball team amongst the women's ranks as they held on versus Arizona 54-53 to notch their first national championship since 1992. Collegiate standout Anna Wilson tacked on five points and wrapped up four rebounds in the championship effort. Let's get a check of your Eastman Richmond weather forecast. Morning. It'll be sunny and very pleasant today with highs in the middle to upper 70s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt DiNardo. You're up to date in Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. 30% of ID theft victims suffered multiple types of identity theft. Get LifeLock. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISK. Diamonds Direct's breaking all the rules this weekend with the biggest and final sale of the year. Three days of extra savings store-wide. Your final chance before the holidays to save an extra 20% and more on virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, colored gemstones, huge savings across the board. And the selection is like double. With entire designer lines flown in for this. The biggest pre-holiday sale all year. With nothing held back. Special financing too. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Only at Diamonds Direct. Sure, West Broad Village. People spent more time than ever on their lawns last year. At Virginia Green, we've seen lawns used as home offices, hair salons, even movie theaters. Hey, can you pass the popcorn? Shh. It's more than a lawn. And with Virginia Green making it healthy, vibrant, and beautiful, you can do more with it. For 17 years, we've satisfied our customers by making local lawns look their best. Make your yard the star of the show. Shh. Visit virginiagreen.com for your free estimate today. Goodyear knows the importance of keeping momentum as you head down the stretch. Momentum starts with movement. It's pulled from the air like a contested rebound. Momentum builds with steals and fast breaks and is proven by deep threes as the shot clock expires. Momentum is how we change the game. And now it's time to discover where it can take us. Goodyear, more driven. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Borders of Order with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Welcome back. Bob Black with you here. James Flowers producing Sports Settle for a Monday morning. 99.5, 1027 FM, 950 AM ESPN. We talk some college football this time each and every Monday morning during the spring with Richmond head coach Russ Husman. He joins us on the Herman Allen Hotline. Good morning, Russ. How you doing? Good, Bob. How you doing? 
Doing fine, thanks. Appreciate you spending some time with us, even without a game. Disappointingly enough, last week when the JMU game was postponed. How about we start, Russ, with just uh, an update where you and the guys are now and uh, what this week might look like for you in the hopes of playing the William & Mary game this coming Saturday. Yeah, I mean, we're progressing forward. We're hoping uh, to play. Um, You know, we're going to have to have some guys come along here to get our numbers where they need to be to, to, to be able to play. But I think, I think the way it looks right now is we're moving that, that this game's going to be played. Well, that's good news. We certainly hope that it will this Saturday, 1 o'clock in Williamsburg. So now take us back and how this kind of all unfolded and how you kind of handled it and dealt with it with the team. We talk all the time about knowing these things likely are going to happen. But then when they happen, it kind of hits you a little bit differently. How about for your guys as you went through this progression this week? Well, when we found out, uh, you know, I found out Wednesday night uh, we got hit. And and I think when we got to Thursday morning, I think the bulk of our team knew what had happened. Uh, you know, it's a close team. Uh, they, obviously, they know each other really well. Uh, so it wasn't like I stepped into a meeting and, and shocked them uh, because it was – you know they had they had an idea uh, what was going on at that point in time. Um, you know, obviously the Wednesday test is is critical. Um, you know that's where we do the PCR. We test every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But you know the Wednesday test is what kind of got you on pins and needles. Um, and you know if you can get by the Wednesday test, you know you normally feel good. You know going into the Friday test, so. Uh, but we we didn't make it through that one uh, like we wanted to, obviously, and uh, so now we're kind of in the same frame, uh, you know, moving into this week. Uh, other than you know some guys that couldn't play because of injuries, and you know that's kind of what put us on you know under the number needed to, to participate is not only the 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 contact tracing, the COVID protocols, but also the, the the injuries that we had um you know so it was it was a combination and that's kind of why you know we felt like you know coming into this week if we just got through the testing that uh, we would get multiple guys back um that weren't going to be available and uh, so it it kind of is moving in that direction so it, it does look positive i mean it looks promising as long as we get through this week of testing Russ, during the pause, how much were the guys who were able to do any kind of football-related activities, just workouts or conditioning and that sort of thing? Obviously, when the basketball team went through this a couple of times, there was a lot of talk that they they couldn't do anything, and it was a really tough stop-and-start process. How about for your guys and what they were or weren't even able to do uh, since this happened Wednesday night? Well, you know, the the, – I think the difference is, you know, our our numbers are actually pretty low this spring in regards to most everybody else in the number that we have participating. So what happens is, you know, we don't have to get a huge amount of contact traced and, you know, for us to be under a, a, a kind of a limit where we really can feel the team or not. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's 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 a lot different, 
you know, because of the the available bodies that we have this spring. So, I mean, we almost got to be, you know, perfect as we move forward just because of our numbers. Now, <clears throat> you know, with those numbers, we, we still were able, we, you know, Friday they just lifted. Uh, Saturday we were off, and then we came back Sunday and, and had a really late practice, obviously, with a lot of people not involved in that practice. Today is their, is their off day for this week, and then we'll come back Tuesday and, uh, you know, try to practice, you know, with our numbers uh, that we have. Uh, you know, I think we'll be able to, you know, to get some good practice in and kind of have a, a, a fairly normal week. Now, yesterday's practice was – uh, pretty irregular just because of how we had to practice. But I think moving forward this week, starting Tuesday, we'll, we'll have the ability to, to practice a little bit uh, differently than we did on Sunday. How do you think that's going to impact what you see on the field Saturday? Now, obviously, William & Mary didn't play its game either for different reasons, but how do you think that does impact a, a team that's been playing really well in your, in your Spiders, obviously, how this will impact them on Saturday afternoon? Well, I mean, I, 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 you know, everybody's in the same boat. I know William Mary's lost some players throughout this pandemic, whether it's injuries or contact tracing or not. James Madison, same way. We're all in the same boat. Uh, you know, we just, you know, we have to move some players around. Um, you know, we'll have to, uh, um, you know, we'll be limited in, in, in how many people play at a position once we get them into a spot. Uh, you know, we'll be playing probably with a few more younger kids than we've been playing with. So, it, it, you know, it, but again, I, I We've got good players, um, and there's no excuses. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna field a, a team that can compete on Saturday. There's no question about that. Richmond football coach Russ Huseman visiting with us on the Herman Allen Hotline here on the Sports Huddle. So let's talk just some football, Russ. How good do you think this team has been through the first three games? Obviously, an unblemished record, but um, evaluated for us. What are you seeing from your guys as as you and your coaching staff break it down that that has gotten this team to three and L? Well, I mean, we we played good, um, but the one thing about this team and you know, sometimes you can you you know you you, you don't get the practice spring practice in the, in the spring and then the summer's a mess and then you come back and then you get your fifteen practices in the fall and then you go to camp in the winter time and and th- you know there can be a time when your guys just say I'm sick of it and and really not practice hard and just say ah, I just want to get to the game and go ahead and play. Our team's never done that. Our teams come every week. And, and they've focused and they've practiced uh, with great energy, and uh, and so I've been proud of them because and and, and that's kind of why we've performed you know pretty decently you know on Saturdays is that that our guys knew that that what what happened during the week was going to determine what happened on that Saturday, and our guys have been really good about focusing about doing the things they needed to do. Uh, to get themselves ready to play on Saturday. So, um, you know, that's the one. That's I think that's the biggest thing is I'm most proud of that they did not hit a wall, that they didn't let the grind get them, um, that they didn't let the grind of coming in here and testing three days a week and, and social distancing and, and not having a 
the college experience that they normally have, you know, they've, they've kind of stayed focused and, uh, and that's what you have to do. I mean, it, it's, you know, I think everybody throughout the country right now this spring and people that are playing are, are fighting that. And uh, I think the team that, that can fight through the grind, can fight through the adversity, you know, are the teams that are going to end up playing well and, and kind of playing at the end of the season for something. When the Spiders played Elon for the second time, it was back-to-back the same opponent over a three-week span, so a short window, Russ. In this case, you'll play William & Mary for a second time, but how much do you really go back and look at that first game, and, and how much do you just know is going to be different? That game was March 6th, so it's going to be over a month ago, and obviously, as you alluded to, they've got some players that are out and in different positions, and so do the Spiders. So in two terms here, Russ, how much of it is a second meeting with William & Mary? On the other hand, how much of it is going to be new because so much time and circumstances has elapsed with these two teams? Well, I mean, we we have our systems offensively and defensively in the kicking game, and we're not going to deviate from what we do. You know, there'll be a wrinkle or two or a change. Uh, obviously, this week we're going to have to change, uh, you know, a, a good amount just because of, you know, what we have in certain position groups. Uh, so we're going to have to kind of address that. But I think William and Mary on the same, you know, they have their systems in place. They know what they want to do offensively and defensively in the kicking game. And, again, they'll probably come up with some wrinkles and some things that they think, you know, can can hurt us. And, and we're the same way. I mean, we're going to have to kind of find ways and understand that this worked really well it, they may figure out ways to take that away from us, and then we got to have the ability to adapt to that. <clears throat> so I don't, you know, I can't imagine, you know, anybody just saying, "All right, we're just going to go to the wishbone offense here and, <laughs> and really kind of make a huge impact." Uh, nobody's going to do that. We're going to we're going to do what we do all three phases, and I'm sure William Mary is too. Hey, Russ, how encouraging is what you've seen from your guys this spring, both on and off the field, as you talked about, as you prepare for the fall season, which I know you're very excited about. Do you even get more excited because of what you're seeing from your guys, as you said, both on and off the field? Yeah, I mean, our guys are playing playing really hard. They're into it. Uh, we're playing physical. You know, we're getting the opportunity to play a lot of young kids that are getting this experience that, that's only going to help them in, in the fall. Um, so, you know, we'll even, you know, there'll be some guys this this Saturday that that, that haven't played a whole lot that will even get more experience. So, uh, you know, that's that's going to help us. But, you know, we plan on having this whole football team that's, that's here in the spring back for the fall and, and then add – you know, some of the, the new class coming in. So feel pretty good about where we're, where the direction we're moving. Uh, uh, but again, I, the one thing that our players have bought in, our players have bought into the hard work that it takes to win football games in the CAA. Uh, they've bought into, to, to what they're supposed to be doing off campus here. So awful proud of our guys um, you know I, I just we just need to have a great week of practice in in preparation for this Saturday we, we it's, it's gonna be a tough game like I say all the time but when it's William Mary and Richmond they're close they're hard fought uh, they're competitive and, and 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 I anticipate that happening this Saturday 
as we say, doesn't matter whether it's spring or fall. It is Richmond and William Mary. Hey, quick injury update. You alluded to it. We talked about it Thursday on your coach's show. Uh, the two guys that went out with injuries in the Elon game. Any updates on running back Aaron Dykes and wide receiver Leroy Henley for this week? Uh, yeah, they're coming along. Um, you know, we'll see. Some are coming along quicker than others. Uh, on that injury front, uh, but I, I, I don't want to kind of give anything away right mm-hmm. now, but I'd say some of them are progressing to being able to play. Uh, some aren't progressing to be able to play. So we'll, we'll see on Saturday who progressed fast enough. Stay tuned is the answer there for sure. Uh, hey, did you watch any basketball Saturday night? Did you catch any of the Saturday night basketball game, Russ, since you had a little bit of free time? <laughs> Uh, no, I only watch the Richmond Spiders when they're on TV. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the only. That's the only basketball I watch are my Spiders here. <laughs> All right, Russ. Thanks. We'll see you soon, and we'll be talking with you, and hopefully, we'll be getting ready to play that game Saturday against William and Mary. All right. Thanks, Bob. Russ Hughesman, Spiders head football coach, with us uh, on the Sports Huddle. He joins us each and every Monday morning at this time on our Herman Allen Hotline. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, serving the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Give him a call at 804-746-5853 or online at hermanallenplumbing.com. 8.48, break time on the Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027 ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Running into a little bit of an accident over in Sanston on Technology Boulevard at Portney Road. Also, Hall Street west of Jefferson Davison Highway. That's a wreck on 21st Street and Providence Road to the south of Reams Road. Police on the scene of a crash. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. 30% of ID theft victims suffered multiple types of identity theft. Get LifeLock. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com, promo code RISK. Sports, your favorite thing in the world, which means we're your favorite station in the world. Thanks. You're our favorite listener. I guess that makes it official. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. If you need emergency cash up to $2,500, go to WeFixMoney.com. You have heard me talk about WeFixMoney.com for years. I trust them to help you get up to $2,500 for credit card bills, car repairs, any other reason. WeFixMoney.com has been helping customers for over 12 years and has an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. It is free to use, available 24-7, and some lenders even offer same-day funding. Go to WeFixMoney.com. Trust the name you know, WeFixMoney.com. Regular job sites can take days to find the right candidate. With Indeed, it can take seconds. Thanks to Indeed Instant Match, it searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database and instantly finds you up to 20 people who resumes match your job criteria. Want to narrow the list even further? Add an Indeed skills test to see a candidate's skills that go beyond their resume. Maybe that's why Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talentness. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 